0: Yeah. and that's how by, but you can achieve that as you say if you tailor it to the role that you're yeah. looking at you can take, you can make yeah. it so that it's very relevant and you're not just listing all of the things that you've done it's about and i think it's about not just listing the activity but it's about thinking about this the skills that you've achieved yeah. that yeah. you've got yeah.
1: Hello and welcome to That Interview Experience, the podcast aimed at helping 16 to 18-year-olds get ready for the world of work. I'm joined, as always, by Helen Sanders. How are you, Helen? I'm awesome, Ash. How are you? Uh, you're always awesome, aren't you? It's I like, am. What, what? I really am always awesome. <laughs> uh, you know, how, how is Helen? I might, I, I might, next week, I might say, I'm joined by the awesome Helen Sanders and that will just take the wind out of your sails
2: uh no we won't because my head will just go
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh so we are we are joined why don't you do the introduction today helen
2: because yeah so we are joined by the only other helen i know ash and clearly the very fact that her name is helen she is the only other helen it's helen maloney from all things web based near my end of the, the country at the end of the m4 well english m4 And um, Helen, thank you for joining us today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are in like two minutes, and then we'll move on to that interview experience, as it were.
0: Okay, thank you. And thank you both for for inviting me along. So as as you say, I am the only other Helen in the entire world. Um, My (laughs) name's Helen Maloney, and I run with my husband, um, a digital marketing agency called All Things Web. Um, We have a team of nine, um, most of whom are under the age of 30 and um they and we provide digital marketing solutions for businesses so that could be things like getting them onto social media it could be building them a website making sure that people see that website and really helping Mm -hmm. them to market their business get new customers um and grow so yes, that's what we do we have we are currently out without a home but we are opening some new offices in cotswold water park in about a month's time which is really exciting having had two offices last year and then we closed them both because of covid and now we're all coming back together as a team having had a year apart so we're
1: really looking forward to that that, and you've had a couple of um oh go on ash i was just going to say that's that's really interesting because actually you're you're coming from a space that a lot of young people that we're speaking to are aspiring to get into i mean you said you know most of your team are under 30 i don't think i know any digital marketers over 30 it seems to be a
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, yeah. Helen. you
1: know Helen. you Helen, but Helen is one. Yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, it's, it's fascinating because I, I think it is a space, along with the creative space, that's really, um, you know, that they're two core areas. It, it, funnily enough, when we when we brought our speakers in recently, uh, we we did a kind of forum and, and asked the students, you know, what who do they want to hear from? What careers are they? Do they think mm-hmm. they're interested in? And pop was um, creative second was digital and third was finance really really okay interesting. Yeah. <laughs> finance and, yeah mm. and then psychology and law after that so it was it, we were able to group up right up there i think sort of 30 percent of the 87 so that's quite a high number there's about 20 of them said that they is, want to go into lot. web yeah. digital uh, startup, up that sort of space so very relevant. Helen, mm. you were going to mm. ask a question.
2: I was going to say, in it, Helen's had, I mean, yeah, your team's mainly under 30, but you've had apprentices come in. So you've got the experience of interviewing perhaps people who you were probably their first person that interviewed them. So I'd imagine you put them at their ease. What What is it that you look for or that you did look for when you were looking for those apprentices, those younger people in your team?
0: Um, yes, I mean, they were actually a lot of them. It was one of their first ever interviews. And I think it is around, some of it's around the basics. Um, you'd be surprised how many didn't turn up on time. Um, oh,
2: okay. You'd be
0: surprised how many okay. couldn't, couldn't come along, but actually never bothered to tell anybody they weren't coming. And so some of the okay. basic fundamental things that people mm. that people forget about, you know, it's just because although they may not have wanted to come to the interview, don't know when you're going to bump into that person again (laughs) down your line in the career they could be that they could be the person that's going to give you your dream job and they reckon that remember you from a previous interview so certainly some of the basics making sure and again simple things I think it was the planning piece so some had to travel by public transport and they hadn't realized the time that the bus routes would take so some basic planning you know um, okay yeah some good points equally a bit of research about the company that you're going to you know I, I'm you know we always make them very these, but we do try and always ask any candidate um uh, coming in for a job you know what they think they know about the job and obviously someone mm-hmm. like yourself Helen will have briefed them on the, the role but again to get mm-hmm. their understanding of the role because it can vary yeah. quite a bit in in their head you know the whole creative space you know there is a lot of I suppose excitement about, you know, you're going to be doing all this sort of blue sky thinking and things, but equally, particularly with digital, there's a lot of number crunching and data analysis that goes on behind it. So it can be quite dull. Yeah, it can be, you know, keyword research, not necessarily exciting, (laughs) but yeah. So things like that, but also the company. So, you know, just taking the time to look at the website of the company that they're going to, and and Mm. just understanding a bit about the, perhaps the culture or what they offer. So again, it's around that, like anything, isn't it? It's that preparation and planning. Um, Some of them were really well prepared and they brought along, you know, portfolios of things that they've written um, and things like that, which again, it's just, if you're looking for that sort of little bit of initiative or someone Mm -hmm. that you feel has got a bit more of a, a hunger, perhaps for the role, you know, if they've done that bit of prep, you know, or brought some things they've written before, or even a, know given this uh, a website that they've kind of helped to build or a podcast that they've recorded whatever it is you know so i think if you're looking at creative space we get i get some cds that come through occasionally and some people that are really they've built their own websites they've they've done a youtube video and they send them along and you know anything like that that makes you stand out again another sort of fantastic yep yeah yeah
1: absolutely
2: so you've touched on um kind of the pre-interview bit there yeah so some people will send you a link to their youtube or send you um their portfolio for example by email or or i wonder if anyone's ever gone old school and sent you anything in the mail that would be interesting we'll talk about that <laughs> another time but yeah. um what, what is it in order to get an interview with you helen what do i if i'm an 18 year old what do i need to show you What evidence do you need to see for you to go, I'm intrigued by this person, apart from my name, because clearly that would get me the interview in the first place. But, (laughs) you know, um, I have to change my name to Helen, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) No, because, Ash, you know, Helen now. So she will, you know, she'll open the door for you. It's all good. But what do you need to see? What intrigues you when you read? Essentially, if they haven't sent a portfolio, you're just going to see their CV.
0: So what is it that you need to see? I think it's a bit about who they are it's understanding them and their personality and what perhaps drives them I think we can all list on CVs you know qualifications so yes you are looking for some relevant qualifications but actually it's more around perhaps that bit about who they are so you know what they do outside of of the school Mm -hmm. you know the the organizations they belong to perhaps they're a Mm keen scouter or something like that or or things that they do in their spare time you know my 10 year old Loves YouTube, wants to be a vlogger, you know, and he does make little videos. But you know, if if that was his aim, you know, what is he mm-hmm. doing to help achieve that? So you want to understand a bit about them, what drives them. I think also as well around their aspirations, because as a business, we are we we take on a lot of youngsters and we want to to develop their careers and so and we always try to find that. I know it's hard when you're that age, but mm-hmm. to get some idea, are they thinking they might want to be a web developer? Are they thinking they want to be more on the client facing side? So just to get a feel for where they might want to go so that we can help to shape them if they're the right fit. So I think some of those things around their aspirations, what they do. And again, if they've got some experience, so perhaps they've done some work experience through school. We've taken on Mm -hmm. work experience people again. So if they've had some work experience or, you know, things like that, again, it's just giving you those sort of insights into that creative stuff so again they might write short stories or they might you know whatever it is they do in their spare time
2: i think actually when so on hobbies and i love people putting hobbies on regardless of age it could be because i'm nosy it could be because actually that tells me more about them so if someone wrote hobbies and then short stories that's not as powerful for you than them saying writing short stories and then almost you know in lockdown I, I wrote 48 stories you know something something that's a little bit more intriguing and interesting just to pique your curiosity do you think
0: yeah because I would yeah so if, if someone writes you you know they I read a lot you know that that's fine but if they put something that's that's actually as you say then you've got to ask a question haven't you you know if it's not on, on the it's, it's on the cv and it's there it says short stories you'll be more like well what do you mean short stories do you read them do you write them you know so it, yes. it is it's it's starting a conversation. So I think it's the so what test. It is, yeah. So it's asking them, well, what yeah. does that mean? You know, so oh I, I build websites. Well, what kind of websites and why did you build a website, you know? Yeah. Um, and and that intrigues you. And sometimes it can be because they've done it as a school project, sometimes it can be, well, you know, it was a challenge. Sometimes it's like, well, I just love coding and you know, um, guy that came to us as an apprentice actually he used to build websites even before he went to college it was just something that he enjoyed doing and he had that very you know that was that was his hobby and he he enjoyed doing it so that's what he did for fun and so obviously and he had a lot of skills already he'd never been taught Mm -hmm. them formally he just picked it up Mm. himself so you know again that's almost a you know that gave us a, a certain idea of who he was but also thinking about well how could he fit into our company
1: mm-hmm
2: right yeah okay yeah, of- so as a young person I need to not be afraid to show you who I am
0: on my CV yeah. absolutely and I right. think because I think it's a you know it can be a daunting prospect coming into a into a workplace but you've got to find we've got to find the right fit for any whether mm-hmm. no matter who it is that we're bringing in you know it's about the culture of the business and how they would fit you know with us Um, and and how they would feel coming into our environment you know and I think so I think it is about the more you can learn about them in that in that early days then you can see regardless of qualifications or experience to a certain degree you can understand who they are as a person and how would that sit alongside our existing team
1: yeah
0: yeah absolutely
1: yeah that's that's really really interesting insight isn't it it's it's just because it's, it comes back to that whole tailoring the CV or the application to the role. And it's not that you should dismiss and not show who you are if you've got hobbies no. or interests that don't have anything to do no. with digital marketing. But if you, if you do and you understand the business and you understand what skills might be required, then to highlight those skills in your portfolio can, can really stand you apart from other people that perhaps don't have those relevant skills.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think I, I, I'm a great believer as well that you do tailor your CV. I used to, I worked for somebody many years ago, and I and Helen, you'll probably have your thoughts on this as being in your know, <laughs> sector. He told me that if you ever write a CV more than two pages, I wouldn't even look at it. He literally, would, yep. he wouldn't even open them, he would put them in the bin. Because yep. he says, you know, yep. if you cannot succinctly tell me <laughs> about who you are and give me that in two page, in two sides, basically one, you know, one piece of A4, then, you know, actually, you know, I'm not interested. <laughs> yep, so
2: and in the US, so I've worked in the US as well. It's one page. It, yeah. And it's not reduce the font size down to size seven, Ariel. <laughs> <aerial. 7.8, laughs> it's I can squeeze in the yeah, full ex- stop. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. It's, um, yeah, so one page in the US, two page for UK and predominantly Europe as well. Other countries are a bit different in terms of that. Uh, Germany, if you do not write War and Peace and give me 12 pages of every single bit of experience that you've ever done that's completely factual, don't give me any heart, don't give me, it just has to be, I've done this, 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 then 12 pages, it has to be. Whereas in the UK, two pages, US one page, and that's it.
0: Wow. Yeah. yeah, and that's how, by, but you can achieve that, as you say, if you tailor it to the role that you're yeah. looking at, you can, t- you can make it so that it's very relevant and you're not just listing all of the things that you've done it's about and I think it's about not just listing the activity but it's about thinking about this the skills that you've achieved yes. that you've got so not saying you know yep. I was you know um you know okay say you were a prefect or something you know it's well actually that's taught me leadership or communication It's it's about the skills that you've gained rather than the actual activity that you did
2: yeah yes. yeah so the way that I look at CVs is please don't make your CV a job description CV, where it's waitress, waited tables. It's waitress, learn strong communication skills with grumpy customers. I'd love to see yeah. that on a CV.
1: Yeah, it, that will learn how to so, do, deal yeah. with conflict, um, pass on information, yes. all that sort of stuff,
0: yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. so I think, I think that from that, that's one thing. I think equally as well, just a, 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 a sense thing as well, getting somebody to read it through, you know, again, typos, grammar, spellings you know all that kind of stuff doesn't give that first impression a good first impression does it so you know getting someone just to you know quick cast an eye over it um you know before Mm -hmm. it before it lands (laughs) always Mm -hmm. a good thing because you can read something we all know we do it a lot obviously we write a lot of copy and and things and you can read it five times yourself, and you think you've caught everything. You don't spot it. Fresh yeah. Fresh pair of eyes over it, and they they pick up that that. And it's not necessarily a typo; it's the fact that you've used the wrong there because you know you've done it on a computer, and it's put the wrong word in. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> and yep. top, top tip. That's
2: you, top That's tip. my excuse. Anyway, yeah. Well, <laughs> go on, Ash.
0: Ash.
1: Well, top tip for reading, uh, for checking short copy, is read it backwards out loud.
0: Yes, my son you read told backwards me that. Out loud. Yeah, that's what the my son in lockdown. They were doing English um, over over like the Teams calls and things, and actually that's what they were told by the by the their teacher to read it backwards out loud out loud because your brain doesn't see the words as you read it. You'll skip you words like it. of
1: and the and ah. Uh, oh, and, I see. And you read yes. It backwards, okay. So it kind of reframes your brain is forced to actually work, so it picks up every single word Got rather you. than skimming. So you, you pick up the yeah. errors really quickly. Yeah. I like that from an editor.
2: Yeah, and it also triggers something else in your brain. So with my broadcasting background from the BBC, um, obviously if I'm going to write a, a sports bulletin, which has to be three minutes long, I do have to read it out loud before I go into the booth and read it. Um, and it's amazing. It actually triggers something in, else in your brain that does have to read the odds and the words and the ands. So yeah, yeah. But reading it I, backwards... I could have done a sports bulletin backwards. That would have been interesting.
1: Okay. <laughs> backwards bingo. That would have worked, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, okay, exactly. So, yeah, Helen. So, what's your what's your favourite interview question to ask?
0: Um, oh, I think I think not necessarily for for. Um, for for kind of younger people coming into jobs but you know I think a great one is always you know where do you see see yourself in five years I know it's a little bit cliched at this stage but everybody kind of almost wants to say where you are but very few people actually have the have the guts sometimes to do it they almost Mm -hmm. feel like they have to bring down their their ambitions um Mm -hmm. so I think that's it but I think actually I, I like to ask something more around what they what benefits they think they can bring or or, you know how they can add something to the business because I think it's about them thinking about what they would bring to the role um, themselves Mm -hmm. and and, and to the business and things like that so I think it's more around you know kind of how they would see themselves fit um, and what they think they can how they can you know add something Mm
1: -hmm. and 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 having asked that question I presume I'm making a presumption to to a number of candidates and a number of young people or not necessarily young what what's been your favorite answer is there an answer that stands out for you that made you just want to cringe or maybe thought <laughs> wow that's amazing that's, that's spot on I, I, uh, I, nothing
0: I, really nothing really stands out I guess I think it's something that they need to think about because I think they are quite younger people naturally I think are a little hesitant sometimes to to actually really promote themselves so I think and I think they do need to think about some of those questions and ask them and also think about questions they can ask us. Because actually that's better. Yes. I think when you get some really good people that are really asking us questions, it's almost like they're interviewing us.
1: Hmm. And I have think any examples of, have you examples yeah, have of a great questions. question you've been asked.
0: And um, yeah, I mean, we've had we've had a lot of questions around people asking about, you know, kind of the, the, the culture. Um, and really asking us and drilling us down into that kind of, well, you know, what would my first day look like? You know, I'm really trying nice. to get a handle as to, yeah. well, what am I going to be doing on that first day that I come in, you know? You know yeah, um, yeah. Equally, what we tend to do, and I, you know, when we're interviewing people, particularly after they've come through the kind of, the first stage, I actually get them to sit with my, with the team, and it doesn't matter what role we're doing, um, and it's not meant to be some horrible interview it's just they actually come into the office and just have a chat I I leave them to it because actually particularly because my team's a bit younger it makes them feel at ease and then they will ask questions I think more around even if it is that what are they like to work as a boss you know but it's, it's just <laughs> it's just that kind of that's okay you know, it yeah. puts them at ease but also they hear it from from somebody that, that already works there. So they hear it, it's more authentic mm-hmm. and they're, they're not just hearing me spiel out, oh, we do this, we do that. You know, they're actually hearing it from from the rest of the team. Plus it helps my team get a flavor for for who who they are to see whether, how they feel they might fit. Because I do, we tend to, we're a small company. So when we do recruit, I bring my team into the mix. And so they do help. If we've got two candidates, which we've had before, which are very close, I ask for their views and their opinions as to which one they think would be the, the better fit.
1: Yeah, I think that's important mm. to get that, that sort of cognitive variance and, and see, you know, how people perceive, because everybody sees people in different ways, don't they? You can give an answer and three different people will see that answer as in, in totally different ways. So kind of bringing that to the table and chewing it over, I think is really, really healthy. And I suppose for the interviewee, for the young person, they've got to recognize they're not necessarily answering the question to the person in the room but were potentially a broader Mm -hmm. audience.
0: Yeah.
2: So I did have that situation recently. It wasn't a younger person, but this is really valid for anyone where they'd interviewed with the boss. Let's call them Helen, just for argument's sake. (laughs) Um, And they're they're brilliant interview and she was ready to give the person the job. Um, However, obviously we have this team part of it. So go and spend some time with the team, have a cup of tea with them. It was all socially distant, all good. And the person sat down and went, oh, well, she's an ogre. And because they had a mask on, the person they were sitting went, sorry, what what did you say? Needless to say, didn't get the job. (laughs) Stupid person. Why would you do that? So if you are going to an interview where you're meeting the decision maker, ultimately the decision maker, and then going to sit with the team, keep those thoughts to yourself. You are still on, you're still being interviewed. Relax and tell your partner when you, or your, tell your mum when you get home. Of course, she was an ogre. Don't share that with the team. No matter how nervous.
0: Yeah. I also okay. think as well, and, so, and you've raised something, haven't you? I think old-style interviewing, and certainly, you know, my background before joining the business was, was corporate, and I think they make them particularly difficult, and they, they put across this persp- persona as, you know, I'm interviewing you, and it's all very formal, and it's all very tough. But actually, and when you're interviewing, be. Yeah. it shouldn't be. But also, when you're interviewing younger, you can't have that. You know, you can't frighten them to death. They won't speak. <laughs> it is about actually building a rapport with them and showing who you are. You know, I could sit there being all very officious and and all that. But actually, that's not who I am when I'm actually you. Out, no. out in the office. That's not how they're going mm. to be dealing with me. Um, so I think mm. it is about that authenticity, isn't it? You know, because everybody I know in an interview, you want it to make it. You don't want them just to turn up, you know, scruffily dressed and not taking it seriously and all of that. But at the same time, you Mm. want it to feel genuine, because I think that's Mm. how you get the best out of the interview for both sides.
1: Well, I I think I think that's on because, you know, the whole point of this, the whole point of this podcast is about helping people recognize that, that that interview experience, that first interview experience isn't necessarily one that they've seen on tv because it it might be that if they're speaking to their parents yes there's been that dictatorial across the table you know you're coming to work for us so therefore we're going to ask the questions and it's you know all a bit potentially a bit aggressive and we've all been in those those interviews we've all had them i still remember my first one three guys and at the end of it they said right can you can you can you write four sentences on this piece of paper because we want to check your handwriting's okay. You know, and, you just love, and I could barely hold a pen. <laughs> I'm just sort of, you know, shaking all over the what, And they sat there and watched you write? Me, watched me write, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, this was, uh, I'm not going to say it, 31 years ago. But, the, the, and, and, but the, the point is, is that that interview experience has changed, it's become much more collaborative. It's become much yeah. more, you're going to join our team and therefore, we 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 want we only want to interview you because we want to know whether you're going to fit into our team. This isn't, the best. Mm. and I think if, if you're watching TV and you're seeing things like um, the Apprentice, for example, oh. so you, 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 it might be that actually you think you know because the last episode is always um, oh, I can't remember his name now doing the um, the really fierce aggressive interview with, uh, when they bring yeah. their business plan to them. That's not what it's like anymore. I mean, it, it might, there might be an element of that in some industries. You know, we, we had a hey, here last week, um, my wife, who's in um, professional services, but public sector. Um, and and there, she said that the lawyer interviews can be quite brutal because they haven't really moved on <laughs> in the last 30 years. I'll say that out loud. I'll get food now. But
2: no, it's true. It's true.
1: I think especially yeah, but, with- but don't
2: feel that everything's like the apprentice um although if you like if i'm a young person and i like those interviews and i, I get excited not excited well no excited and intrigued and think oh, i'd love to be interviewed like that go find those companies where that is their style because that's what you're being drawn to if you are if someone comes in interviews with me and we interview over lunch let's say not now but you know post-pandemic if you're not into that then we're probably not going to get along because food yeah. does come into my working day quite a bit yeah. um so yes so as a young person be it if you're excited or if you're really overwhelmed think about am i overwhelmed because it's an interview or am i overwhelmed because i actually find this i, I i'm not sure i could work for this person and with this person
1: yeah because um, you don't
2: go out afterwards and tell the team that they're an ogre that's not a good thing
1: no <laughs> <laughs> because it's the, the interview experience is reflective of the culture of the business people will create yeah it should be people should be creating so business owners employers should be creating interview experiences that are a microcosm of what day-to-day is going to be like and i think we quite often put people in a false scenario which has no resemblance to what the team culture is actually like so you're 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 potentially bringing somebody in under false percent pretenses and, it, mm. and it, it, it's a two-way process this has to be a two-way mm. process so yes going to the interview if you felt grilled ask yourself do i want to be in an environment where the the the, the leaders in this environment are happy grilling prospective mm. candidates and do i want to be a part of that yeah 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 Helen, thank you so much for coming in it's been more than welcome um, Thanks, Helen. Really, really appreciate you giving up your time and sharing your knowledge and experience. Um, as you as you own a company that obviously is really exciting and young and is full of twenty seven year olds, and, and you take- <laughs> if, if people are in the Swindon area and they want to reach out to you and or just check you out, what's what's what? Uh, do you want to just remind people of the We'll put it in the show notes and stuff that remind people how they can get in touch and maybe send you their CV if they're interested.
0: Yes, certainly. I mean, oh, it's so it real is. and portfolio. <laughs> That's yeah. It. Um, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. If you go to www.allthingsweb.co.uk and we do have a, you know, work with us page so people can certainly send in their CV if they want to. Um, we do, we take on apprentices. We are about to take on another intern from, from UE this summer. And um, The one from last year has just joined us um full-time well she will be in May once she's been working part-time and joining us full-time in May once she finishes her degree so um yeah by all means you know come and check us out or even if you're looking for some work experience as I say we've worked with a number of the local um schools and and colleges and done work experience always happy to do that
1: amazing Brilliant. that's really cool thank you so much
2: told you she was good I told you it's not (laughs) just her name (laughs) thank you Helen